0: Welcome to Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. This podcast started with me just kind of interviewing my friends, and now we're at a point where I'm interviewing people who inspire me. Every week you are going to hear how someone else identifies with the feeling of not fitting in and success. So let's just hop into the episode and thank you for all of your continued support. Hey weirdos, I wanna share something with you I've been doing for a couple of months now. It is called Forbidden Bingo with my friend, DJ Rockstar Aaron, we are both from Denver. Uh, Great human, something that they put on virtually out of the kindness of their heart every week. And I'm just gonna start by saying it's 18 plus, just so you know. but it's Forbidden Bingo. Forbidden Bingo is so much fun. You can play it in person if you live in Colorado or if it plays other places, or you can play it virtually online every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Wow, I'm about at time zones. But you know what? Just go to ForbiddenBingo.com, grab your tickets, and tell DJ Rockstar Aaron and Rich and all the other people that are playing that I sent you. That's ForbiddenBingo.com and unofficially, officially sponsors this podcast. Hey, all in honor of the Pride lineup, we have one more episode. This one's super special. It is a cross promote because I was on the Izzy and Alex show. So we've got Izzy and Alex coming to you from the UK, two lovely individuals who are great content creators and very cheeky, very fun interview. And I just wanted to say thank you guys for all of your support in regards to this lineup. I've been trying to get more content out faster in your hands. And thank you so much for all of your support and sharing. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Thanks. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Hey. (laughs) I'm so excited uh, to have you guys because I got to be on your podcast. Um, To all my listeners, of course, this is Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome and the lovely voices you're hearing are Izzy and Alex, who had me on their podcast. It was awesome. So before we get started, talk about your podcast and just kind of who you guys are, what you do, your elevator pitch, everything.
1: <laughs> um well uh, we started our podcast back in the first lockdown because we used to do a radio show when we were at uni together because we went to uni together and um, and then obviously lockdown happened so we couldn't um, record in the studio anymore and it was just a normal like casual radio show and it was about <laughs> it was quite it was a bit more um it's kind of changed a bit now like the podcast would now is a bit different to how it was before Um, the radio show was more kind of celebrity kind of gossip girly chit chat that kind of thing and we used to do like a segment it was like am I a diva or is this normal that kind of thing (laughs) so that's kind of what it started out as and then obviously lockdown happened so we thought let's just turn it into a podcast so we would just uh, virtually record it and then over time it's kind of uh, when we were still students it kind of more about student-based stuff and then we kind of broadened it out a little bit and started doing other things and then we started getting more guests on recently um we had Bianca and uh we had the crumble lady from Britain's Got
0: Talent. I know I I listened to that one that was a gag I loved it.
1: (laughs) She was amazing (laughs) so yeah it's kind of changed a lot over over the past Yeah. yeah
0: yeah Well, I'm so excited to have you guys on because I had such a great conversation with you when I was on yours. And so for my listeners, I will, of course, link this in the description, but we talked about the differences between the UK and the USA, but but thankfully I was someone who knew a little bit more about the UK, having been to the UK multiple times and um, just, uh, I, I knew more than the average American. So thankfully I w- it didn't sound too stupid, but, <laughs> but we had just such a great chat. So I was like, come on mine because you guys are great. Um, so Alex, Izzy, thank you for being on my podcast let's start with the first question which is do you feel like you have it all figured out
2: oh god absolutely no I feel like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I feel like it's quite a common thing I guess um going to uni I did personally like quite a broad subject in English um and yeah I feel like that is massively a disadvantage I guess someone could say an advantage but I kind of see it as a disadvantage now because it's like oh god where do you go from that there's so many options Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's so stressful just to like try and think about where you want to go I feel like I've got a bit of a clearer mindset but I feel like at the moment I'm doing multiple things at once just trying to like find my feet I guess
0: yeah yeah um well that's the resounding answer is no
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I'd say the same really um, yeah, I feel like we're both kind of heading there though, yeah, we're, we're doing all like different as Alex said, like different things and um. Yeah, we're
0: heading there. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're heading somewhere. But, you know, that's life uh, as, as someone who's in their 30s and had a really tumultuous career and and have, have learned a lot over my lifetime now. It's really, it's okay to not have it figured out because no one yeah. else around you is going to know what they're doing either. And I think that's life because you have to kind of grow and change and you're, what you wanted five years ago is going to be different than what you want now and for yourself. So, yep, yeah, you guys are right on track. You're normal. Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> but normal <laughs> <laughs> that is
2: good to hear
0: <laughs> well um you know you guys are just so fun you have such a good chemistry and a banter, um and you guys have been friends for quite a while right like how'd you guys meet
2: so oh, sorry go
1: ahead
2: <laughs> we were like like we Shared like a little flat when we first started uni so it was completely random we got put in the same flat and we were actually like the two bedrooms were next to each of us so we were like little neighbors it was so cute. Yeah
0: oh. Oh, I love that and then now you're like I, I would assume is it presumptuous of me to say best friends?
2: Yeah, yeah. no that's right yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, good. Because sometimes people get really offended when they're like, this is just a person I podcast with. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, like that's a commitment though. Um, but, but I, I love that you guys do like a little bit of like a hot gossip and celebrities and stuff. And we met through matchmaker.fm. I'm so grateful for that service. It really has connected, but this is, this pandemic has brought me so many beautiful, lovely people. And, um, it's just so nice to reconnect because we had so much fun talking. So at least I thought we had fun. So I'm pretty sure we did, but, um, I was so happy to have you guys on here because I think imposter syndrome, um, can be really prevalent, like in your twenties, as you're getting your footing in your career. Um, so do you guys feel like you fit in or suffer from imposter syndrome in what ways and what does imposter syndrome mean to you?
1: Oh, I definitely feel, I definitely probably did at the start of, cause I'm at uni mm-hmm. still now and I'm doing, I did like a subject for, as. Uh, for three years, I did three um, TV and broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to do like a postgrad slash master's in journalism. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot like it's obviously when you do a postgrad master's, it's like a lot harder because mm-hmm. you kind of go up a level. So definitely when I started this, I guess you could say imposter syndrome, because I was like, oh my God, I thought like everyone else on the course was like a lot smarter because it and it was also like a bit. Different to what I'd done for three
0: mm-hmm. years. So I
1: think that's quite normal to like. Oh, yeah. 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 So I guess in that sense. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Especially in grad school, um in postgraduate and all of that, like it's so competitive that you're looking around and you're like, oh gosh, like. Do, when are they going to find out that like I'm not as smart or as that, but everyone else is feeling that way because um, you know it's yeah. so competitive, um, but that's amazing that you're going and getting your uh, postgrad in journalism so actually I was a journalist, um, well I was a journalism major I was a double major in communications and journalism, and um, I. You know, I've used my degree, but I, I was specializing in PR and advertising, and didn't really know what I wanted to do. Fell into marketing. That's always how it happens, because you know, there's always a job in marketing. Alex, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry about it. There you go. Use that mm-hmm. English English degree on marketing. But, um, and uh, yeah, I I I think it's a really great thing because I think that there's been such a Uh, journalism's been kind of crappy in the last couple of years and and as as the social media has come and connected it of course like it's just been so much more different so i love hearing that there are going to be people who are smart and have something to say and i don't know what you're going to end up doing with it but i hope you do something cool because i journalism is not dead and you can't tell me otherwise (laughs)
1: Exactly,
0: (laughs) exactly so what about for you alex how have you felt imposter syndrome
2: so I felt it in a variety of ways actually but I guess most recently um I just started like my first I'd say my first proper job so before that I worked it I don't think you have it in America but um in a shop called Primark oh no you did not work at Primark I love Primark (laughs) it's like
0: a shittier H&M for my listeners that don't know
2: (laughs) yeah it's yeah it's basically a jumble sale but so I recently um, (laughs) uh I I recently left um, and had my first sort of like office job oh. um, and as an executive assistant so sort of like with powerful influential people for like the council here in like where I live and I just felt so I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to behave it's like I feel like <laughs> I got taught like everything like how to like add up sums but I feel like they should do like behaviors or something like how to like how like a sort of office works because i just didn't know what to do i I was just like this rabbit in the headlights kind of thing and i definitely feel more settled in now but i think in general younger people um in offices are are treated as if i always hear like you are going to be the star of the future not not not, like to big myself up but like you know young people you're like the stars of the future but actually we are working there now and i feel like we should be made to feel like you know, like included and not as an imposter. And I think that's definitely, I don't know if that's the same in America, but um, where, yeah, or in every like company, but definitely where I'm working, it's definitely an issue where it's sort of like, oh yeah, we will need you in the future, but stay in your lane kind of thing. Cause I'm currently an apprentice as well. yeah, Um, And it's sort of like stay in your lane. Like you'll be, we'll need you later kind of thing. And actually like, no, I'm here now you know, I have a voice.
0: So I have a lot to say on what you just said. So... First and foremost, um, there's no college course, there's no university course that trains you to go into a corporate world. So you're totally normal to feel the feelings you're having. Also, it's very harrowing and overwhelming to realize that you just collect a paycheck until you die, right? <laughs> like that's all there is. Like because you're so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in university, so you're so excited for this office gig, and then there's an ageism factor that's unfortunate as well. When I was starting out in my career, the amount of like shade I got for being younger or not knowing enough or having no idea what I was doing. I'll never forget. I was interning and they said, go send a fax. And I was like, how do I send a fax? How do I use a copier? Like I had none of the skills. And I also never, I, my parents always were like, school's your career. We're paying for college. So you don't need to work. And so I never had filled out like a W-2. Like I had no idea how to like set up things. I kind of, got screwed over by not having that work like my other friends like had worked in service industry or had jobs so I didn't know how corporate world worked so I was totally thrown on my butt so you're normal it's normal it's a normal feeling it's okay you're figuring it out but just don't let anyone dull your sparkle because they don't know they even at their age or older than you or more tenured they still have no idea what they're doing either so it's it's just um you know it's gonna take a bit to feel like you can find your groove and your stride but congratulations on getting out of primark and going into an office job and that's kind of exciting i mean like you're learning you're gonna learn so much it's great
2: yeah no definitely and it is exciting but yeah it's just so as like you said like I feel like I really resonated what you just said there like I I literally had no idea what I was doing the first couple of months oh my
0: gosh yeah I mean um, truly like I I was terrified of the fax machine there was one time where there was like a letter a letter machine and I had to get a letter stamped and I was like how does this work and like you'd ask for help and they just like look at you like mm. And I'm like, I don't know how to do these things. There was not a course that said, this is how you stamp a letter. This is how you fax something. This is how you do these things. I don't, I am i don't know what I'm doing, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so it's kind of, um, it's it's just a learning curve, but just give yourself some grace. And always um, the best advice I can give in a career for, for both of you is find a mentor and really lean into that mentorship because I had a really amazing mentor in my starting out in my career named Valerie, who to this day is a near and dear judy i love her and i think like if you can find a mentor that's that's really wi- willing to be patient and be a sounding board for advice in your career then you're gonna feel a lot better too
2: that's a, that's such good advice that definitely yeah,
0: yeah. so when are you uh, so izzy when are you graduating
1: um the summer but then i kind of carry on and have to do like a project oh my god oh god <laughs> oh
0: god oh god oh god oh god my, my facebook just my facebook just like <laughs> ah! <laughs> it just like turned on oh, i apologize so you're graduating this summer oh my gosh i'm so low budget i apologize <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, right. um yeah in the summer and then to like complete the whole degree you just have to do like a project in the summer so you taste
2: nice.
1: yeah so you technically get the actual degree like in september
0: that's exciting I I'm, I'm congratulations in advance um and uh what like what do you kind of want to do after
1: um I'd like to either go into children's television or Love German, it. or um or radio and definitely obviously carry on with the podcast as well
0: I love that. I love that you guys are like little content creators and like really, I'm just blessed to know both of you, but also, um, you know, I, I think the podcast is going to look so good on your portfolio and just, you know, being true to yourself. It's going to really shine through, but children's television, that's an interesting one. I don't know what UK programs there are, but here in the United States, we ended up getting, I know the, the Wiggles are Australian, but they're (laughs) in London. They're weird. (laughs) i'm confused by them but i had a i had a girl in my sorority that um when i was in college that she did an internship abroad and she got to be like the wiggles executive assistant or something for the whole summer and i just could never wrap my brain around it i was like i going to london and working with the wiggles i don't think that's something i want to want to do but if you can make a program better than the wiggles i'm here for it No, that'll be great. When we were when I was a kid, Teletubbies was all of the rage. Like when Teletubbies came oh. out here, oh I love Teletubbies. It's a weird show that I, there's a lot of shows where I was like, I, I what were we what? <laughs> did that did I make that up or is that a thing like (laughs) but um yeah like we've had a lot of interesting crossovers uh over time and and uh but one thing that actually we tried to do here that didn't work was we tried to bring skins over here and it just didn't resonate because we were like my parents wouldn't have let me out of the house like that's that's not a thing (laughs) so it so it it got cancelled and then we also the office became super huge out here as well in terms of television and programming but um in terms of imposter syndrome I think it's also like deeply ingrained into success and what success looks like to me might look different to you and vice versa so what does success look like to you and do you feel successful
2: um I I feel like my view of success has changed like rapidly especially after uni um I feel like now it is definitely more like find a job that you just love and that doesn't feel like working and just to have mm-hmm. like that sort of nice happy place um whereas before it, I can't like I was like I want to be rich I want to like have nice things and now like especially during Covid when like People are like, you see people like losing their jobs that they love, like obviously in like retail and stuff like that. It makes you realise like, oh, it's really not about the money. It's about being happy. Um, I definitely feel like I'm getting there. I'm on the road to it, but I, I feel like I've got a few more barriers to come until I would say that I'm a successful person, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think it's more about, I guess, just feeling secure in what you're doing mm-hmm. and happy, happy in what you're doing for sure yeah Uh, rather than like um the amount of money you earn or what grade you've got in an exam yeah yeah
0: yeah something that the last year has taught me is that success and it's good you guys have this outlook um starting out in your careers and stuff you have this outlook it's moving forward um, I think that societally in our 20s, we're put into this rat race where it's like, okay, and you graduated university. If you went to university and now you have to find the job, okay, now you have the job, now you have to find the person you're supposed to be with, okay, now you're supposed to have the children, now you're supposed to buy the house. And I think like societally, that just doesn't work anymore. And it's not really a thing. And this pandemic has really shown its true colors in a lot of ways. It's given people a lot of time to pause, be creative, find themselves. But you're, I think, Alex and Izzy, you're to something here where yes, finding a job that's more authentic to you, where you're not going to wake up every day or have the Sunday scaries, which is a thing, a real thing I used to experience a lot. And, um, and, and going into a career with that mindset, I think is a really good idea. Cause I don't, I don't think I ever really loved advertising or journalism or whatever. I just kind of fell into it. Like I was a newspaper editor and then I was a radio DJ in college. And then, and then I just kind of like, was like, oh, I can't, I wanted to be an art major. And I was just not creative at all. <laughs> and uh, I, I I kind of got in my own head about it. So I switched majors very quickly. And then um, starting out in my career, I tried to do the advertising thing because advertising agencies are, you know, hip and cool or whatever. And uh, I just didn't fit in and marketing. I don't know if I ever really fit in. And I think My best advice for you guys is to just take whatever opportunity you can. And because you guys are younger, I also want to say too, because of this pandemic, if you can safely go do something in the future, just make sure you can go do it because there's so many times I told myself I would wait on it and now I either can't ever do it again or missed an opportunity. So if you, I think if you can find a way to um, just take any opportunity given to you and just continue to be positive, I think you guys are going to do great.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, that's I love I'm loving the positive the positivity here today. It's lovely.
0: Um I'm having a really great week because you guys, as at the time of recording this, you guys are up to outdoor dining
2: where
0: yeah. um you're about to probably be able to be qualified to get your vaccines, right? Um that was just amazing. And uh other than that, like what else is going on in my world? Oh, uh, Disneyland reopens on the 30th and I'm gonna be there at rope drop. Uh, I have booked three Disneyland things left. There is something that's like nagging at me that I'm like kind of bummed out about, but like, I'm just really excited because I it's it's, it's in, refer- in reference to my husband in the deployment. He was supposed to come home this week, but I haven't heard back, so oops. Uh, but regardless, um another thing that's like bringing me so much joy is like, I am fully vaccinated. And so are a lot of my friends. And last year I was telling Izzy this before we put pressed record. So Alex, you you didn't hear this because you're grabbing your charger, but um, my, uh, my friends, Sean, it was his birthday. So his birthday is actually Monday and it was his birthday last year. And this, this, this queen did not want to have a quarantine birthday. Like it was just, it didn't gel with him like a birthday on zoom, just not for him. And so it's really nice to be able to celebrate with a couple of my really close family, um, for Sean's birthday today. Um, his birthday parties today, there's going to be a male stripper. It's being catered. I feel I'm going to feel like a queen. And it's like, I can finally hug my friends. And that is a good feeling because I have missed so much. Like I used to spend every holiday with these two. Um, And since Scott's been gone, we've become so close. I've known them for like four years. They, um, one of them is military. The other one is um, not. And uh, so it just brings me joy to know that like, I get to like sit in a hot tub with my friends tonight and we're vaccinated. and, And I know that the vaccine doesn't mean that it stops the transmission of anything. And I know it doesn't mean that I can't, past COVID to people but I'm still gonna keep my distance for the most part but it is nice that the CDC is now saying we can go and meet in person if we're vaccinated so I'm happy about it (laughs) yeah
1: that's
2: so good yeah we're definitely not there yet in the UK it's um I think it's now for age 45 is like Mm. so they're doing it in ages and you can't just like go and get one if that makes sense you have to like be sent a letter like yeah you can go
0: oh yeah Americans um just like we left the UK and and got on a boat and we're like we we don't want to don't tell us what to do uh Americans uh the way it is here it's a tier system And to my listeners, if you have the opportunity to get your vaccine, I'm not telling you what you should do with your body, but I highly encourage it because eventually everything's going to require a vaccine. So anything life and fun, sorry, you should probably get it. Uh, But, uh, and also I've had no adverse effects. I really, I'm glad I have it. So, uh the way it is right now i think it just opened up to everyone 16 and up but i was able to use a loophole to get mine because i knew that i had to travel and i didn't know when i'd be able to be eligible but uh biden when biden came into office his biggest platform was i'm gonna eradicate covid so like i'm gonna push for these vaccines and moving forward so um we're on hyper speed. but then my friend in canada and similar to you guys in the UK, like, there's, for some reason, it's just really slow. It, it doesn't make sense why it's so slow. And so I understand your frustration with it, but I hope that you guys can get it soon. That sounds like you're moving towards near your age.
2: I think it's going to yeah. be July. July is not the <laughs> deadline.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. And of course, like with things opening back up, I know Charlie hides the bingo that I play. Um, it's winding down and she, she doesn't even think by the time my husband's back from deployment, she'll still be going and doing it. But I'm excited to hear that she's getting booked for some in-person stuff now. And I mean, that's cool. And so I think there's a lot of hope, but I'm also like kind of afraid that like everything's going to surge up again. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, which is
1: nice, isn't it? Because at a, one point we were like, when is this going to end?
0: Well, it's nice that like, so this, here's an example for, for you guys is like in San Diego, it was 99%, like in, that that was the infection rate, like 98% or whatever, like the, we were in the complete red zone or purple zone or whatever the zone, like whatever rainbow color they decided the zone was, I don't even know. And, uh, then now that the vaccine's been happening and about 30% of San Diego County is vaccinated, we're at 20%, which is like such a sharp fall, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but we're in a green tier. So I don't know what that means. I don't know. Um, I just, I keep my distance. I wash my hands. I feel uncomfortable going out. Uh, I I, I tried to watch drag race with my friend at a bar and I, I was like, I need to leave. And this is just too much. It's too much. And to reintegrate, it's like really weird.
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I feel like maybe that's a bit of a, like, Obviously, um, imposter syndrome, I think getting back into, like, normal society, I feel like, oh, I shouldn't be here, like, this is wrong now. And I think <laughs> we, we have to, like, rewire our brains to be like, yes, you can go and meet people now in groups of six, like, it's okay, you can do uh,
0: it. Have you guys been able to see family or, or anyone or?
2: Um, so we literally have just been allowed to meet outside with groups of six, um, <laughs> literally. So yeah. Um, and we're not really meant to travel so like I've only really seen people like in my city kind of thing that's sort of like what they're suggesting now um so I've not seen family since for like a while now can't lie so I feel like we're definitely at different levels like the U.S. seems like it's really like progressing whereas the UK is it is still quite strict well yeah. it,
0: it we were we weren't with with Trump in office we were not no we we were being lied to. And I'm not saying this is to my listeners. I'm, I'm very independent as a voter and I, and I don't feel one way or the other, but like, let's talk about the fact that like the vaccine's being pushed so hard right now. Yeah. Different, different leadership. But, um, I, at at least, you know, in hearing your guys' statements, it gives me some hope, but yeah, like it's no joke. The UK is like really cracked down and, and I, you know what, I can't blame you guys because, because they're like, stay in your house. Like, just stay in your house and maybe it'll go away. But now the weather is starting to get nice. And I know the weather in the UK is either gray or less gray. So I heard that uh, it was a gorgeous day today because I just interviewed someone that lives in London. And uh, he was like, it was so beautiful. And I went for a walk and I was like, oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah the no, that's nice, yeah.
0: So I think we've addressed the elephant in the room, which is, of course, imposter syndrome. So I will say Sasha, away, Shantae, you guys stay. Let's talk about things we're fanatical about. What is one or a few things you guys are fanatical about and why? Um. <laughs> uh, what do you
1: mean by fanatical? I don't know if I'm being dumb.
0: Like I am obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, drag race, drag culture, drag queens, like, pop culture, like, that kind of stuff.
2: Um. I'm very similar to you, Bianca. I love drag race. Um, I would say I might have a bigger, like, fanatical obsession with your revision. I just love it. I love... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it gives... um, Uh, The the only difference I feel like they're quite similar in like terms of like bringing people together, which I love. But I love the cultures that are represented at Eurovision, and I love like the diversity, which I don't feel like we quite have at Drag Race yet. So that slightly pips Eurovision. But oh, literally, I count down every year. I'm just like obsessed. I listen to all the songs before.
0: I love Eurovision.
2: It's so good, isn't it? It's just like the biggest, like, and everyone's included. It feels like you can be gay, straight, like whatever culture you're from, like whatever country you're from. That's why I love it so much. And I feel like... i feel like they should do it in america with the states i'll be so yeah, that's cute. what
0: i've always been saying thank you i've always been saying that so i never knew what eurovision was and then i dated a geordie that was like lived with his parents and he they used to like skype me in when we were dating like for eurovision i think they did it two years in a row because i was friends with him before i started dating him or whatever um and uh yeah no i don't understand why we are not included but then again we also have like our own stuff but like There was, we just, Netflix just did a Will Ferrell movie about Eurovision and people didn't realize it was a real thing. And I was like, have you been living under a rock? (laughs) Like it's a, it's been a thing since like the seventies and it's, the costumes are amazing. The songs are hilarious. Like it's so, I just, I love Eurovision as well. And I'm sad that I like never get to participate. Um, is Canada part of Eurovision?
2: No, it's only Australia oh yeah and yeah uh, you said like a bit about its history so it started like after the second world war as a way to like rebuild Europe so I love its origin it's just such a lovely it's just such a lovely thing it literally started like like a bit earlier I think around like the 50s 60s so I just love the whole vibe but um the reason why Australia are in it because everyone's like why is Australia in it is because they I think they used to um I think they broadcasted it for like (coughs) oh sorry um I sorry I just needed some more um I think they've broadcasted it for like ages so like I feel like after a certain amount of time that you've broadcasted like I think I think it's like 50 years they let you participate which is like so weird but yeah
0: yeah yeah I mean I I do I do love Eurovision and it's such a correct me if I'm wrong it's um it's legendary in households like families get together they throw parties for it like it's like it's a whole thing. Like, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, you're, you're yeah, yeah. So um, when is it has has 2021 Zero Vision happened or what's going on with the pandemic in Eurovision?
2: So last year is the first time it ever got cancelled in its whole history. Every year it has happened. So this year it is going ahead. It's going to be next month, like about around this time next month, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's fully going to go ahead. But I think they're going to record it. I think they've got loads of like contingency plans. I don't know if they've actually like solidified it yet, but they've said it's definitely going ahead no matter what, but you might, they might just have to record it from like their home countries. So, yeah.
0: Which, which makes so much sense. I mean, we've had a year to prepare for this. Like it's not, it's pretty normal, you know, to like actually do it through the thing. So and that's pretty cool. Yeah, Izzy, is
1: there anything that you're super fanatical about? Yeah, mine's a person. I think I'd have to say Harry Styles.
0: Oh yeah, he's a whole mood.
1: He is, and he just seems like a lovely person because he's very much like an activist on social media. He mm-hmm. speaks out about a lot of issues that a lot of celebrities don't speak out about, and he's just the type of person that like he could probably like run me over, and I would thank him. Visual, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Fishy wolf. laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, Like the type of person you just couldn't hate. Okay.
0: I hope I hope nothing bad ever comes out about Harry Styles because I'll be so sad because he hey. just seems like a lovely lovely person so I like I, one direction came out like when I was in college-ish that's kind of when they and so I never knew their songs or music and I really and then but when they when they went different their separate solo careers Harry just really just I thought was what chef's kiss so great and yeah. it just he seems very very lovely I agree with you I mean we I just hope nothing negative comes out ever about him. I hope he is is just as lovely as he has as as we think he is and I also don't want to put him on a pedestal but he just seems like so nice.
1: <laughs> he does. And he's definitely the most unique I guess out of all of them like Oh yeah. Really found, he's really found his like sound and his, himself as an artist, I suppose, as well.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So unpopular opinions, I always say as long as they're not homophobic or racist, which I can't imagine they would be, um, they're they're fine by me. So what is one or a few unpopular opinions you have and why? I'm going to start by saying, I, there's a new Peloton instructor in um, the UK. His name is Bradley. And he really pissed me off. So I'm going to mention this. Uh, he, his, he had a 90s pop ride. And he said that his reasoning for liking the Spice Girls was because of David Beckham.
2: (laughs) How does that look?
0: I know, and I was like, "Tell me you're a straight man without telling me you're a straight man." He'll go first, like, and 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 I don't know. There's just something about his face. He looks like an ex-boyfriend of mine. He never shuts up, so I don't think I'm gonna ride. So my unpopular opinion is the UK instructors really don't do it for me, unfortunately. And Bradley, sis. If the reason that you're into the Spice Girls is because of David Beckham, who actually had nothing to do with the Spice Girls until well after they broke up, then yeah. what is going on?
2: <laughs> that is that, that is the most disgusting thing I've heard all day.
0: <laughs> His name is Bradley Rose. Please shade him. Oh, my God. It's
2: so <laughs> bad.
0: It's so bad. Like it, like, it It stopped me. I was mid-ride, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs>
2: that's so funny wow
0: I was like does any you have an earpiece someone should have told you not to say that like <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh and then and then I like and then I sent him like a very long DM on Instagram where I was like first of all <laughs> yeah. second of all
2: and third of all oh god and and don't cross the anchor up, when it comes to the Spice girls
0: or pop culture if you say something so blatantly like weird I just can't like I don't know I don't know, I thought, so my unpopular opinion is, is, is that this week because I, I'm still gobsmacked and I had to tell you Alex because I knew you were just gonna kick out of it. So um, yeah, unpopular opinions, so what are they?
1: Um, there's a lot of popular foods that I'm not a big fan of. Like mm. everyone loves rice cakes and I just think they taste like cardboard.
0: I'm sorry, where, where are you living where everyone loves a rice cake?
1: Literally, I, it's mainly, <laughs> mainly That's not normal. It's, it's mainly TikTok that I see them on, like when people do those, like what I eat in a day videos. A lot of it is either baked oats, which also, are a bit I hate overweight.
0: oatmeal. I hate oatmeal. I can't.
1: Yeah. Literally, they're all the hype at the moment. I don't, I don't, I keep getting these videos like what I eat in a day, and it's like baked oats for breakfast. It's always that, <laughs> which I have tried, and I don't know <laughs> if it's the way I made them or if they're just not nice in general, but they, F1 they're not room.
0: nice in general. And my yeah. mom made me eat them growing up because my mom was a huge, super huge health nut. Like I always have the joke that like her favorite spice was parsley. And so yeah. honestly, like I grew up like on rice cakes and low extra, like chips and like low fat and yeah. skim milk and all of that. And I will tell you what rice cakes are terrible like my mama put them in my lunch bag and I know they're starving children in Africa so the so the saying goes but I would throw them the fuck away I'll be like nope
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah everyone I know really likes them like my family do and everything and I'm just like nah the texture it's bland it does not
0: taste like anything and then in the states we've got like Quaker Oats makes them Um, they also make oatmeal I'm not a fan of oatmeal because I don't I, I'm not a huge. I'm a savory breakfast person. Like I do really well on a keto diet. I do really well with high fats and stuff. And I tend to eat very paleo in general. And I just oatmeal doesn't do it for me. My dad eats oatmeal every single day. Can't. I don't understand it. Also, another thing I don't understand: acai bowls and chia seeds. What is going on?
2: Oh, I don't get all that. Yeah, that's a bit too too much for me to handle.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah because I'm my usual unpopular opinion is I can't stand cantaloupe because I feel like cantaloupe always comes to the fruit salad party and it always overpowers the soup, fruit salad party especially like you get a fruit salad it's always like one grape one strawberry one pineapple piece and then like all of the honeydew and cantaloupe and you're like uh great I, I don't want this
1: <laughs> I'm I guess that's another thing that's another thing that's overrated is salad salads you're right
0: salad is so overrated although but when you have a really good salad you're like damn that's really good right like it's good salad <laughs> but 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 just salad in general is just like boring yeah, yeah. I, tried, I tried
1: to order a mcdonald's quite recently and it said the one thing that was sold out on the menu was a salad and i'm like who's going to mcdonald's to order a salad
0: jerry jerry berry my dad jerry berry <laughs> my dad used to my dad was a super in, um into like health as well as my mom and my dad, like when we used to go out to lunch, like on my dad's work times and my, we would go to this McDonald's and my dad would always get the salad. (laughs) I, I didn't even like, like always would get the salad and he would always put like balsamic vinaigrette on it. And I, I will never forget that because like we were kids and we liked happy meals and stuff. And like, that was normal for us. It was a treat here and there, you know, but, um, I love McDonald's and that's another unpopular opinion. Like people who don't like McDonald's, like it's It's just, I don't think I've ever met anyone who's never had McDonald's in their life. Like, and I love McDonald's. I love a Happy Meal. I don't care that I'm 32. Um, (laughs) They just came out in the States with this chicken sandwich. But my other unpopular opinion about McDonald's is why did you take away the chicken snack wrap?
2: What is that? Is that like, we have chicken select. Is it like that? Like
0: it's like it's like a tort. It's it's it, they were like trying to be healthy because wraps were supposed to be healthier, but then we found out they're not. Just like Frappuccinos are supposed to be healthy at one point in time. Jamba Juice is supposed to be healthy at one point in time, but nothing's <laughs> healthy. So they had this like chicken snack wrap. So it was like a crispy chicken. There was like a little bit of a lettuce moment, like some tomato and like a ranch, and it was like that. It was like with a with some cheese, and it was just a cold snack wrap with the chicken was hot. And I'm telling you. It was so good and they took it off the menu and it's like, why do we bring the McRib back? But we won't bring back the chicken snack wrap.
2: Oh god, you just said so many things that like McRib. We don't have any English McDonald's is the worst McDonald's in the world, by a fact. Like everywhere I've been, McDonald's wise has been better than English. Like yes, the British, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the British McDonald's is poor, really poor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah uh I also like with McDonald's I I, so I I don't know if I told you guys this or what I don't even know how we got on the subject but I'm popular opinions love it (laughs) but I had a birthday party at a McDonald's that had a play place like this was like in the early 90s and I remember like I got to make all of the twist cones and they gave me a little plate with like Ronald McDonald and all the gang and I like there's a ball pit and stuff like now post-pandemic I could never think about a ball pit without actively gagging but um (laughs) And I I think it was like eight or nine or whatever. And I got to like use the microphone to like call people and I got to help with like the drive through. I told my mom when I grew up I wanted to be a McDonald's worker. And she was like, no. But I, I had this birthday party and it was just so great. So I do love McDonald's and, and I, I don't even care. And I think like, it's because people are like trying to be healthy and stuff at the end of the day, like there's just nothing like a chicken McNugget. Okay. Like, I love it. I don't care. It's delicious. And I agree with you, Alex, that like every McDonald's I've been to, that's not in the United States, even well, the UK one, you're right. I think the Burger King is better. I would say in the UK than it is here. And I Uh, which is funny because I don't eat fast food when I travel usually, but I, I feel like also the McDonald's I went to in Greece was like so good. And so I, I love, I, I do, I do actually like to like go check out like different fast food options when I go places just to see what they have, because every country has something different, like Taco Bell, the yum brands, like what they have in um, Asia is so different than like what they have in the United States versus like Canada versus this, that, and the other. And also Canada has snack wraps. <laughs> Why did you take them from the United States? Why did you do this? <laughs>
2: we just have to-
0: snack wraps.
2: I mean, that sounded so good yeah we don't we have like wrap of the day so like sometimes that might be like an available option but like it changes like every week or well, every day like the wrap of the day it actually changes every day but so yeah like I feel yeah like we, we want in as well 100% Canada
0: yeah. Well, my, my, friends, and then Canada also has like poutine everywhere. And then like, it's the people in the United States don't do it. Poutine is delicious. It is, you know, steak cut fry with gravy and cheese curds. It's everything terrible for you, but can Canadians, it's cold. So they want things to stick to their bones. And so poutine, there's poutineries, there's poutine everywhere. It's like so delicious. And the only time, like cause I've never been to Canada, but like, the only reason I want to go to Canada one I've got like a bunch of friends that live in um, Alberta but two and one of my really good friends that's a tiktoker she's a pineapple d on tiktok she's in um, Montreal but mostly it's just because I want to go for the gravy and the cheese curds poutine that
2: sounds good I've never even heard of that poutine yeah
0: yeah. I love food it's like my inner fat ass I'm like yes food um (laughs) well what's currently making you guys happy in the world
2: I think I know we we touched on it earlier, but I think the pubs are open finally. Literally last Monday they're open, and that is making me very happy. Just it's outside, but you know I'll bring my own umbrella just for that pine and some pub food. So that is definitely making me positive at the moment. Yeah,
1: agreed. I definitely agree because like we've not had that for so yes, yeah. I think during this time, as cringy as it sounds, you literally learn to appreciate like little things like that. Like when I was sat outside the other mm-hmm. day at a pub with people that um, I go to uni with, I was like, yes, I've been wanting to do this for so long. So I'm definitely so,
0: so yeah. happy for you guys that this is like sort of sort of feeling a little bit more normal. And you're right when you don't get to, to do the things you do. Like, for instance, I'm going to a birthday party two years ago. I would have been like, it's another birthday party but the fact that i haven't been to one in over a yeah. year it's so more much more special like i never want to take this stuff for granted anymore um, you know, so I'm so glad that you guys have been able to get out and have a pint and, and see some friends and, and, and like, you know, and, and eventually you'll have your vaccines and eventually the world will reopen, but like, we're going to be at a different normal. I have no problem wearing my mask and staying distant. I have no problem sanitizing my hands forever and a day. I have no problem staying in my house or going out, but I also think like, it's just such a blessing to like, be able to appreciate the things we used to do and take completely for granted.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, we're coming to a close. I love you both so much. You're just such great people. And um, I always love to give my podcast guests the um, permission to promote whatever they like. So what would you guys like to promote?
2: We would just like to promote our podcast, new episode out every Friday, We talk about the most randomest things, um, (laughs) either like celebrity guest interviews or literally arguments about beans on toast. Like it has stooped that low before. Um, (laughs) So make sure to check it out. We're on Spotify, um, all the platforms and also on YouTube. And it's the Izzy and Alex show. So make sure you check that out.
0: Ah, amazing. And I, of course, will put everything in the description. And you guys are just such a delight. And thank you so much for being on my podcast. Of course, my listeners, this is Please Don't Kick Me Out. Uh, we have merch. I cannot say goodbye without saying we have merch. Uh, you can check it out. Please don't kick me out.com slash shop if you want to be a guest. Also, there's a form on there. You can fill it out and send it to me. At the time of recording this, I am dark on interviews. But by the time this might be released, I might be taking interviews again. So join my queue. And to Izzy and Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to be on my podcast today i hope you enjoy the rest of your sunday go have a pint for me and uh we will speak soon
2: thank you see ya Bye. bye bye
0: My goodness! I am so excited to announce that of merch, it is my '90s fantasy, and I just have to say thank you to my friend, dear dear friend Lara, who is the second guest ever of my podcast. We just celebrated one year of the podcast. We now have a lovely website. She helped me help computer, uh, and uh, so if you want to live your '90s fantasy, we've got mugs, we've got blankets, we've got fanny packs. We're working on a denim jacket. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. So go to please don't shop and buy some merch y'all. Pep.com, and you can enter PDKMO at checkout to receive 15% off your order.